Hey guys, it's Alfredo. And this is Brian. And this is Film Purgatory. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. This is a, this is a couples week. Couple shenanigans. What was it that you said last week? Couples. Adventure. Action. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know I said something. You said something. I don't remember what I said. Yeah. It's... But it made sense. Like it was like a catchy little. You love to embarrass me in front of the What fans. do you mean, bro? You love, you love to embarrass me. You just said not too long ago, Art Basil. That's <laughs> <Sure>. true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, we're talking about couple shenanigans week. Uh, we're going to be talking about Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Date Night. Two movies centered around shenanigans with from couples. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I would say uh, movies that rely heavily on chemistry. Mm. Uh, one a little more action and the other a little more comedy. Mm. But overall, I would say they rely heavily on the chemistry of, of said couples. Of uh, the two lead actors. Correct. Actors, right? Actors, I don't know. Starting off with Mr. and Mrs. Smith from 2005. This is an action-slash-romance. Directed by Doug Lehman. Or Lyman. I don't know. Choose whichever one you want. Doug directed... Jumper. The Born Identity. Ooh, the the, the first one? First one. I like that one. I'm a big Born fan uh and edge of tomorrow with uh tom cruise oh i never i never saw, got to see that one that's the one where like he relives the the, the thing day. yeah yeah i remember it's with emma not emma emily blunt yeah yeah now i know which exactly which movie it is and it's interested me like when i see the the thumbnail or mm. something like i'll be like ah it seems like it has an interesting story or the action looks supposedly looks well but the action looks good i just i think the premise has been like over abused at this yeah. point you know it's like oh reliving the same day over and over again it's like come on you know which stop. two always get my attention uh-huh. they're both cruise movies actually um it was that one oh wait and elysium 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 was with matt damon matt damon okay yeah. never mind i think there was another cruise movie then but wait oh my god jesus i'm sorry tom moneybags cruise there you go oh okay you had to throw it in i there. had to throw it in there pretty strong cast in this one yeah you have brad pitt that was uh, he was in your favorite movie Bullet Train <laughs> most uh, recently yes most recently Angelina Jolie big hit with Maleficent Vince Vaughn I like Vince he's in uh, Wedding Crashers Adam Brody every time I say Adam Brody you never know who I'm talking about Adam Brody yeah that I what would you say repeat what you said Adam Brody no 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 but what did you say like you, you never know who that is yeah, isn't Adam Brody the big nose dude? I mean, he he has a big nose, but I don't know. Yeah, is is he is he, is wait hold on, let me let me confirm. Mm. Is Adam Brody the the guy from the Pianist? No. So who's him? Who's he? Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. All right, so I wasn't that far off. You were you had a completely different person. But it but it's still big nose dude. <laughs> it's still like a big nose. Come on, guy. and they have the same last name. Come on, dog. I don't know if it's spelled the same way. They're gonna cancel me. You're getting canceled as we speak. All right I'm now. talking about is big nose. You're getting bro. canceled. I don't have the smallest nose, but <laughs> if that's your redeeming feature on the face, mm. hey, it is what it is. There's nothing wrong. I'm not saying it as a negative. And they happen to share the same last name. Come on. You think they're related? Uh, I have no idea. Let's get. But hold on, Adam Brody. 
Because Adrian, because when I think of Adam, I think of Adrian. And, and their first name is A. As the same initial. Come on, bro. You have to have some leeway. It's pretty close. I'll give you their names are pretty close, but they look nothing alike. Do you want to, do you give up? Do you I'm looking it you? up as we speak. No, have producer Skippy look it up. Oh, I have no idea who this is. Yeah, I know. I know. I have no idea who this is. Adam Brody was in Jennifer's body. We talked about Jennifer's body like a couple weeks back. That's right. He was also in Ready or Not. Okay, that's why he looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ready or Not, I did what? That one wasn't bad. Yeah. I really enjoyed the ending. The ending was what, to me, kind of like made it all worth it. It right. gave me a nice chuckle. Mm. It was a good chuckle. But he played the fiance. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So quick premise on this one. John and Jane Smith, they're having troubles in their marriage. I would say mostly communication. And and it's, there's nothing more evident than the fact that uh, neither of them know what they really do in real life. They're basically lying to each other. They're secret assassins, professional assassins, but neither one of them knows that. And unfortunately, the companies that they work for, they eventually find out that they're married, that their employees are married to the competition. So they devise a, I guess a, a plan to have them both eliminate each other. Yeah. But that doesn't work out because love prevails. Right. Bam. So it was like they pulled a Robert Stark, love over duty. Hmm. Damn. You had to go there? I had to, man. Jesus Christ. Because when I think of any any premise, any just in general, at a vague term, you know, when you got to choose mm. your personal love life or love in general over what needs to be done for the greater good, for the greater world, you know, for society, mm. I always think of Robert Stark. You know, that's my favorite Stark. Yeah. yeah you had to say that shit. Ah, sorry, bro. Jesus. I like Ned. So it's okay. We, we feel the same pain. Fuck, man. Just di- in different moments. Jesus Christ. Um, so they chose duty. They chose at first. They chose duty at first, because there were some good scenes where they were fighting. They were trying to kill each other. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were fighting with each other at the house. They destroyed the house. Um, actually, you know what? They had a they had a sex scene, but uh, to make this movie PG thirteen, they had to cut it out. Uh, I mean, it, it must have been easy for them, I guess. Well, I mean, they were they were married. They were both married while filming this. This movie. But they weren't married to each other They yet? weren't married to each other. No? They started dating after. Yeah, I know. There oh, was, I didn't know that. There was uh, accusations of infidelity. Huh. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Uh, history repeats itself? Did like, it, isn't you, that what caused them to break up? I'm not sure. I'm I don't not sure. Like, this this couple, Bradgelina, was uh, was a big... It's not big ad? Hit. Huh? And and Ad. Oh my god. <laughs> I like Ad. <laughs> this couple was a uh, was a big hit in Hollywood. There was like the it couple for like the longest time. And then you know, it just started to crumble. I think this is like the best example of like getting married for lust. I don't know. You think? I mean, the things that they they're saying about each other is like they're really passionate, but there's not a lot that they had in common. I will say this. I think Brad did have an attraction to Angelina Jolie. I think we initially- all do. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you seen Gia? Who? Watch Gia, the movie Gia. Thank me later. Um, Titties? Of course. Nice. Why would I make a suggestion? That's true. That doesn't have that. So, I think um, 
Brad was attracted to her because initially Nicole Kidman was casted as Jane Smith. Smith. And then Brad was uh, as John. So Nicole Kidman dropped out. And then Brad Pitt was like, yeah, I'm out too. He dropped out. And he was he was done with the project until he heard that Angelina Jolie was casted. And then he was like, okay, I'm back. I mean, I don't blame him. You, you got to keep in mind, this is prime Angelina. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was a little kid and I saw her in the Tomb Raider. Mm. I was always like, damn, now, why is that woman so like intimidating but sexy? Mm. You know, so I think this type of role is perfect for her Mm. it's exactly where she flourishes you know so the whole action sexy woman while not over sexualizing her was a little perfect she actually got a lot of uh, roles similar to this because of this movie yeah remember salt i do or wanted i do james mcavoy yeah very fairly similar characters yeah very strong i mean i don't blame her no it was good sexy Cause she's like, they didn't even need to do much for her to be sexy. It was very subtle sexiness, Mm. and so, I guess from from her perspective, maybe she felt like, yeah, this is easy. I don't gotta do much. Maybe Mm. a little bit of back, a little bit of of side boob here and there, maybe a nipple here and there, whatever. But she don't gotta do nothing crazy. Watch Gia. Oh my God. Watch. Oh damn. So she did something crazy, (laughs) dude. Oh. Um, She gave that sloppy. IMDb gave it a six point five. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a fifty nine percent. I don't know, man. I think this movie is pretty solid. I'd give it a 7. 7.5. I'm a hot take. A lot of you are not going to like this. Only ones who dislike this movie are the ones who saw their own marriage in the in the drama. Ooh. Because what's there to dislike? Damn. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, for men, you got Angelina Jolie being sexy and being right. violent. Right. From a woman's perspective, you got Brad Pitt being sexy, being violent. Brad Pitt's a good-looking guy. And from a neutral perspective, uh-huh. you have really cool, core, sorry, really well choreographed scenes. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? That's not what this movie is remembered right. for. But being, sub, uh, sorry, being objective, it was really well choreographed. I enjoy the action scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some good humor as well. Mm-hmm. The movie's a, it's a fun ride. It is a fun in ride. In my opinion. I think, I think most of this is carried heavily by Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie. Absolutely. I think their chemistry is really what sold this thing because Definitely. the writing i think if i'm not mistaken it took uh it made over 50 changes the script had over Oof. 50 changes wow. and it just was all over the place at one point but again at this, the chemistry that, that these guys actually had was just so good that uh it really carried so i mean i'd have to agree this this movie is uh pretty good 7.52 I respect that. There you go. I there you go. Seven point five to a little bit, a little bit. All right. You, this time I, what is it, Abdul? Yeah, you baby Paul Abdul'd me. Abdul, there you go. Next movie is gonna be Date Night from 2010, comedy slash romance again, directed by Sean Levy or Le- Levy Levy. I don't know. Choose whichever one you want. This guy has a lot of pretty good movies. I like these movies that he's done. He's done The Pink Panther. He's done The Night at the Museum trilogy. All three of them. It's not very common that the director does all three of them. True. Uh, the internship. Is that with the uh, Robert De Niro? No, that's the oh, intern. Oh, that's Sean uh, and what's his name? Oh. Uh, that's Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn. I like those two. Mm-hmm. Speaking of chemistry, those two work very well together. They do. They do. And he directed Free Guy, your favorite movie. I never got to really pay. Well, okay. On my birthday, we played it here. Yeah. But I didn't pay attention to it. I know, because it's your favorite. <laughs> this cast has to be, like, 
This is absurd. This is an absurd cast. Steve Carell. Guys from Despicable Me. Tina Fey from 30 Rock. Marky Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he's from the other guys. Mark Ruffalo. That's the Incredible Hulk, if you don't know. James Franco. He's uh, in Spider-Man 3. All the Spider-Mans, actually. Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. Yeah. Mila Kunis. Black Swan. That Gal- 70 show, man. That 70. Yeah, I didn't want to be basic. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Gadot. Whatever you want. She's uh, Wonder Woman. Ray Liotta. Hey. Good fellas. He's a good fella. He's a good fella. Rest in peace. A lot, a lot of names. Um, you know, obviously, some of these names were like you know, cameos. Gal wasn't there for very long. Right. Um, neither was Mila Kunis or James Franco. But still, really impressive cast. Right. It's like they brought them in just, just for fun. Mm. This movie is like Kirby Enthusiasm with the cameos. Right. <laughs> so real quick, Phil and Claire... They're looking to reignite some spark in their marriage. I don't know how long they've been married, but they've been married for a long time, and uh, it seems to have gotten stale. So they plan a date night. Date night. Which is not a bad idea. It's a pretty good idea. It was very nice. The spontaneity was very much appreciated. Yes. Uh, Unfortunately, they did not have a dinner reservation at this very expensive or upscale restaurant, and they decided to steal a reservation in order to continue their date night a much needed date night unfortunately they were mistaken for the triple horns it's a weird name what the fuck is that it's the triceratops of the human world thank you i needed that one (laughs) um unfortunately the triple horns were mixed up with some wrong people they've been blackmailing the district attorney of New York and I think a mobster's involved played by Ray Liotta Ray Liotta like he loves being a mobster well, it's his calling yeah rest in peace um, so they have to figure out a way how to get out of their predicament with their lives and the safety of their family this movie was um, man this movie was it had some laughs it had some really good sticks it was really funny but something about it just made it forgettable uh it's a little cringe mm. it has some moments um it also in my opinion had certain stints of like not so funny jokes but the humor needed to be there right but it was very cheap and then so like you finally got to a really funny part and you realize damn it's kind of been a while since i right since had a laugh. real laugh mm. not a pity laugh mm. and Aside from, you know, sorry, what saves those moments is the chemistry. Even if it's not funny, it's like they feel like a real couple. Right. Tina Fey and, and Steve Carell. So that saves it. But but I do agree. It's not a movie you rewatch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just there. Uh, but it's something you watch once if you're a fan of Tina Fey, if you're a fan of 30 Rock, if you're a fan of uh, Steve Carell and his show, sorry, his movies. Also, obviously, he's Michael Scott from The Office. Yes. Thank you. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You were you were shaking yeah, there. It I was, was coming. Sweating. Out. Jesus. <laughs> Can't believe I haven't mentioned it. Um if you're a fan of any of their work, you mm. watch it. You watch it to support because you're right. interested and it's worth to watch once, I think. But like you said, yeah, you finish it and it's like, alright, forget it. It's not it's not gonna be a, a recommended. Right. But honorable mention, I believe this movie walked, 
So game night could run. I didn't even, I didn't even remember about game night. I, I forgot it completely. The thing is, I don't know. It, it felt like they tried to do date night better. Mm. You know, they but it, it honestly I felt was around the same amount of humor. Uh-huh. You know, it's it was classic Jason, uh, not so classic Rachel. In Rachel game McAdams. Night. Yeah, okay. Rachel McAdams, Mean Girl. Very but, beautiful. Huh? Very beautiful. Yes. And just like in Date Night, Game Night had a similar chemistry. I would mm. say uh, when the couples are well done in a film, it's enjoyable. Mm. It almost like makes you think what you would do or what you would say or how you would think in that situation as, as, a, as a couple. I don't know. It's kind of funny. It makes you ponder. Maybe that's why romance movies are so popular. Yeah, I guess. Uh, maybe people are projecting their relationships in there yeah oh that's why mr and mrs smith had a low imdb Jesus score Jesus christ <laughs> aggressive today i don't know yeah i'm going after everybody i don't Jeez. care <laughs> all of you sappy motherfuckers <laughs> uh but i will say game night uh i think their chemistry was better than uh in date night mm-hmm. i feel like when movies have such a big star power it kind of takes away from the story Almost like um, like that movie's wearing makeup. They have no confidence in their writing, so they have to overshadow or overcompensate that. By so girls with makeup have card. no real confidence? Well, Damn, no. <laughs> that's you're, to- <laughs> you're going after every now. <laughs> when it comes to movies like this, they have to overcompensate that. Um, and you just didn't see that in Game Night. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad. I, I would say Game Night is like the... The, where the roles are better fit, maybe. Mm. Because I liked, I really enjoyed, even right. though this is not her usual role, I really enjoyed Rachel. In Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Right. More than Tina Fey. No offense, Tina. You know what? Offense, Tina. Damn. Offense. Oh, so you are coming after the women. <laughs> That's what it is. I've never seen 30 Rock. Is that, is that a good Me show? Me either. I've never seen it. If you've seen 30 Rock, please contact the show. Please. Send us a DM. Uh, insult us. Please. Yeah. We're getting canceled tonight. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we should be receiving a little bit of hate mail. You know, I see no, we are. I see athletes and and I see celebrities sometimes post like hateful stuff they receive from fans from sorry from anti fans. Mm. IMDb gave it a six point three. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a sixty six percent. I think this movie is seven. You know what? I did you a solid because I went first both times. Fuck you. So. Uh, so hold on Date Night received a higher score than from IMDB than Mr. and Mrs. Smith yes so more people enjoyed game uh, Date Night yeah than Mr. and Mrs. Smith yeah huh I don't understand I think I think my my theory might be more correct I, I'm I'm leaning towards that it might hold some more traction I'm leaning towards you, it you guys need couples therapy something seek help Jesus Bradgelina can't help you, and I don't know who can. I'm not. Well, it's not back, me. Going back to Mr. and Mrs. Smith for, mm. for a second. Now that I just, you know, this random thought. What? Because we, we, we were talking about how, oh, they chose duty over love, and then eventually, like, okay, love prevailed. But right. what if it was like they actually only were doing it out of instinct, given that they're assassins, because they're taught, and obviously given their experience, not just taught, but their own experience on the job, not to trust anybody. And now that they're given a reason... Why they shouldn't trust their spouse, given that they're an assassin for a competing uh, organization. Right. Like, all right, obviously we're gonna be we're gonna be taken out because that's mm. how the game works. 
Right. And nobody will ever get caught. Oh, damn, what if he really does want to kill me? And then he's thinking, oh, what if she really wants to kill me? So, so what if it was just a lack of trust, you know, fear? Um, and then little by little, they find it like, you know what? I believe you. You're not going to kill me in my sleep. Well, that's what they did. Like, it's like, okay, you know what? Like, we're fighting. We beat the shit out of each other. And then Brad's like, you know what? I can't do it. I'm like, you go ahead. Kill me. Cause right. I can't do it because I fucking love you. That takes a lot. It does take a lot. That takes a lot. Takes a Be lot. like, you know what? I don't want to kill you, so just kill me. Hmm. But then forever, if that was me, like I would always hold it over you. Like you see, bitch, I loved you more than you loved me. Damn. I gave it up. Yo, is Brad a simp? Mm, Low key. I would say he's honorable. Honorable mention, please, simp. He's he's a respectful simp. Like he's, I'm not gonna, cause cause is it a bad decision? You know, let's think about it. Is it a bad decision not to want to kill the woman you love? You know what I'm trying to say? I guess I can see. All right, you know what? Fine. If I have to kill you. I'd rather you kill me. Not to I, kill... Hold on, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Like, if I have to kill you, then I'd rather just die so I wouldn't have to do it. Okay. Is the Is the is the logic that I understood. You know right. what I'm thinking about? Because that's got to be tough. Would you say that for your wife or for Angelina? Uh, If my wife was Angelina, <laughs> was prime Angelina. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, you know, this reminds me of a really crazy video, not crazy, but just very shocking, I would say, shocking video huh. of, like, these people going to the, you know how nowadays it's more popular to go and talk to people randomly on the street, like strangers, and get their opinion Ooh, on a random thing. What videos are you watching? I don't know, it's just I've a random video that. that pops up, uh-huh. and they were they were asking a bunch of women, you know, oh, um, if you had to choose, like, between you or your spouse to die, like, when you have to die, and when you will live, who would you choose? And all the women were like, oh, him, you know, him, oh, my husband, my spouse, whatever. And then, and then all the men were like, oh, I would die. Like, I would let, I would let my wife continue living. Like, I mean, you know, but then it it makes you think, what if that's just how they clip the video? What if if most men were like, man, fuck her? (laughs) You know, so it's like, I don't know. It makes you think how you view uh, other people Hmm. and how those people will view you back uh, as a stranger or as a a loved one. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. Mm. It's, it's, it's not. I like those like social experiments where you get to get a little bit of an inside uh, view on somebody's thought process, unbiased. Well, you know, not to, not for nothing, but I will give, I will commend Date Night for something that did. I guess uh, they tackled a more realistic problem, and that would be the fact that you know you're getting bored in your marriage, and uh, well, that's yeah. very true. You know, it's like okay, at one point Tina Fey's character, you know, she's fantasizing about. An ex-client that she had, Marky Mark Wahlberg, without a shirt, um, and and vice versa. You know, he had uh, he, he probably thought about the same thing. You know, you've been married for so long that you know you get tired, you get bored, you have that family life. You're you're tired of taking care of the kids, taking care of each other, and you yeah. just don't have time to to dedicate to your partner. Right. They and, become uh, less of a partner and more of just a, a another parent, the right. other parent in the house. Exactly. So I, w- I will commend uh, date night for that. They did uh, they did handle that pretty. Pretty well. Yeah. And maybe that is the reason why I got higher ratings, mm. IMDb ratings, than, than Mr. and Mrs. Smith. These movies are pretty solid. If you guys want to check out couples shenanigans, highly recommend it. I think uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is on Netflix. Or no, it was on Netflix. It's not anymore. Sucks nah. to suck. Haven't seen it on, in a while. I saw it on Netflix, but I think that was like couple days ago they took it out november 30th so november 30th yeah oh that was recent super yeah. recent yeah um i rented game night or date night so where'd you rent it at voodoo okay 
Voodoo or YouTube, something like that. I don't know. I rented it. Nice. And next week. Next week, guys, we're going into a franchise again. Ooh, it's been Another a while. Franchise. Yeah, it's been a uh, been quite a minute. Excuse me. We're gonna tackle the Divergent series. Ooh. A lot of societal, philosophical, and moral questions. Uh, like most of these dystopian type of novel turned films uh, tend to be, tend to touch on. So that's the word I was looking for. I was thinking of the word like the like the Game of Thrones or the, like the Hunger Games type of shit. Oh yeah, like futuristic like, dystopian, yeah, dystopian yeah. shit. Jesus, spell that real quick. D y s t o p i n. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds correct. <laughs> You're confident of that. I'm not gonna check it though. Uh, but yeah, guys, we're going into Divergence. It's going to be a very dystopian episode. I like it. Fuck it. I don't know. I'm winging it at this point. But that's going to do it, guys. We really appreciate the support and all the feedback. If you like today's episode or have ideas for future episodes, mm-hmm. definitely get in contact with us. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Our username is Film Purgatory or Film underscore Purgatory. And please remember to turn on all notifications on your streaming services so you know as soon as we drop the latest episode. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next week.